Welcome to the Mikasa Sukasa podcast, hosted by Lisa Sines, powered by Verly. This is where we interview top business professionals, industry leaders, operational managers, and thought leaders from around the nation, diving into hot current topics to help you experience Mikasa Sukasa. Hey, Lori, how are you doing today? Hi, Lisa. Good. Good well, thanks you. for coming. Thanks for coming. And we just saw each other yesterday, seen a lot of each other. We do. We work together a lot. Yes, yes. So for those that don't know, Lori Peters is the executive director of Habitat for Humanity of Columbus. And I am lucky enough to be on the board. So I get to see Lori in action a lot and <laughs> learn from her and kind of navigate this, you know, nonprofit world together. So that's right. Yeah. So I thought it'd be a great uh, element to have you on and kind of provide maybe like a personal like experience and real life background to what Habitat is and most importantly, like why do you do it and why it's important for a lot of people other than just you and me. <laughs> so are you from Columbus or where are you from originally, no, Laurie? Um, we've been in Columbus just a little, about 20 years. We came here, Doug's job um, brought us here. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. We had just had our first child and then I stayed home until I took the Habitat job. So, um, and you've been Habitat for five years, Yeah, I right? think we're just right at five years. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. So I didn't realize I was a stay-at-home mom too mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I had no idea that that was your first, mm -hmm. like me, venture out into the, yeah, it was the outside first, of the house. First job back, yeah. <laughs> well, good, good. And yeah. what made you get interested in it? Just Or were you like me that you were like dying to get out of the house? I mean, you love we love our kids, but you were ready to get out of the right. house? Well, um, my youngest had gone to school mm -hmm. and um, my house was decorated. You had all the time yeah, in the world. I'm not, yes. I'm not a person who loves to be in the kitchen. I just, I couldn't find anything <gasps> else. You know, the PTA had had enough of me. I, I needed to put my energy somewhere else. So I decided, um, you know, that we had time in our lives for me to add something into our schedule. And mm -hmm. actually, um, Melanie Knuffley. Uh-huh. Uh, our daughters were in school together and I don't remember one day we were exchanging something of our daughters, you know, I don't know, somebody forgot something or something like that. And she said, you know, I'm on the Habitat for Humanity board and they have looked all over for an executive director and can't find one. Have you ever thought of that? And I was like, what? <laughs> do you, yeah. do you have a background? No, I'm in? actually a teacher. I'm an English oh, okay. teacher and I have, um, administration degree. I never knew you were an English teacher. Yeah. I, yeah. for, for a small time in college, I was an English major uh -huh. and then I found out how much reading and writing <laughs> it required. And I thought, uh -huh. oh, let's try something else. But I have, yeah, love English, love, have a huge uh -huh. respect for those that can do it and get it. And then, yes, but you forget it. Like if I had to go grade an essay now, like my son is writing English scholarship, he's writing essays for college and mm -hmm. I'm like, mm comma no comma you know you, yeah. you forget it okay good because i I thought yeah. i was the only one that was just forgetting no and i'm like uh i'll turn to my son now. i'm like are you sure that's right and he's like mom that's right it's like foggy it's <laughs> yes. like it doesn't quite look right but yet that was like the one thing i could depend on was grammar yeah and now even that i'm questioning well we like grammar because it's rule oriented yes right? we can it's a check mark for sure can, yeah. for sure yeah, so you so, were a teacher, administrative? Uh -huh. Right. Mm -hmm. I'd actually looked into being a principal and stuff in town, and it just was not um, in the cards, mm -hmm. as they say. And um, I was just kind of, 
I guess floating hovering and I think this was in like October maybe Mm -hmm. and Melanie is like I I have read this job description I know you and you need to apply for this job and I I was like I don't know (laughs) I don't know I don't know if I need any rejects I don't know and um I talked to Jamie Snyder who was the um executive director and she was kind of leading the job search at the time and we talked and she um you know, Jamie is an awesome identifier of skills in women. Mm-hmm. She uh, really has a heart for the woman and women in leadership. And um, she she kind of basically kept me in the game because really? I was kind of like, I don't know about this. And mm-hmm. uh, so I went through the interview process and uh, they offered me the job and I was like, okay. And then the first month I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, after that, it's just been you know, the Lord has just blessed the journey for me. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's nothing I do. It's great leadership. You know, when I came on board, all those um, upper management people we had on the board, mm-hmm. you know, the board's kind of evolved now in five years, but I'm sure you remember, you know, there's just great. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, you probably didn't recognize it yet because you were so new. I I was just like you and I never I thought, I never would have guessed that you were like brand new into getting into nonprofit and things like that, like me, because I walked in thinking, uh, I'm just going to sit here quietly and try to learn. Yeah. No, every day it's as we, as we just talked about very organic, Lisa. And And it's an intimidating room because on that board, I mean, you've got, we've got, luckily we're so lucky. We've got doctors, we've got lawyers, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, professional, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, business owners of everything in town, a bank. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh I go in there and I'm like, you know, my first gig out of the house I'm like okay I'm just gonna sit here quietly and learn (laughs) yeah so but like I said you know that group of um board of directors is just um it's truly a blessing and how they use their skills to help all of us and how we all help each other Mm -hmm. you know and you've seen it we sit around and we're like okay this is our problem and there is always somebody who has the answer to solve it at that table. Yeah. Good connections, you know, Mm -hmm. people, it's always, you know, not what, but who, you know, Mm -hmm. and yeah, like, I think you hit that, you know, nail right on the head, Mm -hmm. pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, That, you know, we've got a lot of people there that have a lot of really good connections to the community and Mm -hmm. lots of other people. Mm -hmm. So, and that's really what we need. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times I've said it takes a village Mm -hmm. and it really does. Mm -hmm. So and so as I've been there for five years, mm-hmm. you say, why, well, why do I stay? Well, because it's so, it is so important Yeah, what we do. And I know even just last week, I'm like talking to someone in uh, the county offices and they're like, but you only do it for one family. And I'm like, oh, oh, you still believe that we're not doing a good enough job because that is not what it is. So one family moves in, mm-hmm. but the snowball effect is huge for our entire community exactly know, in the school systems and the tax rolls as an employee yeah um and a couple of examples like real life examples of that is so you talked about so two things the snowball system and in you know in the community the school system and things like that so um the snowball effect one of my customers actually one of my listings was a habitat recipient um And she had started, you know, and I think that process was able to allow all of us to see just the full 360 effect with what Habitat can do for a family. Because when she started, you know, single mom trying to make ends meet and she qualified for a Habitat home and then eventually, you know, it improved her life, the life of her children. And she got married, their family grew, Mm -hmm. and then they were able to 
sell and then move on to right. their forever mobile. Right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think you've said it before, you know, we try to give a handout. I'm sorry, a hand up. Right. Not a handout. Right. There, yes. Get that uh-huh. one right. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But that's what it is. I mean, this, you know, this is the heart of agricultural land and no one gets by on a free free pass here. No. No, and you got to work for it. Nobody's going to support us it. if we're giving things away and we don't at all, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh it it affects the the recipients and then their children and then their children and Well, I think one of the statistics that you 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 mentioned once was high school graduation for those students. The students that were more likely to graduate high school have like a 50 or 50% higher though of those that come from homeowners like they have to be homeowners right homeowners home, like just parents of children of homeowners parents are more likely to graduate uh-huh yes yeah yeah i mm-hmm. i couldn't believe that something mm-hmm. so we think is minute mm-hmm. would have such a huge effect right it's like high school graduation isn't a big deal anymore but now with covid we're seeing all those drapes rot draw back down and mm-hmm. right and uh you know another one of those is how many vote you know mm-hmm. how most of the people who vote in this country are homeowners because they have that same housing address, secure, yep. the same mm-hmm. over. You don't have to keep reg- registering, registering, mm-hmm. right? You have you're a better employee when you're a homeowner because you're not always moving. That was one of the statistics of one of the ladies from the home that we had. Her boss didn't want to let her off for any more build days because she had missed so many because she was moving. She was moving like every three months from rental to rental. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was another statistic that isn't usually, um, you know, like out in the studies, but how many days does somebody miss from work because they move all the time? They move a lot. Or Mm -hmm. they have to wait for somebody to come fix something or whatever. So housing security makes them better employees too. So better employees, you said better Mm -hmm. homeowners, well, um, voters, better citizens, Mm -hmm. and ultimately like for the kiddos, you know, Mm -hmm. better environment for them. Right. Homeownership reduces teenage pregnancy by, is it 25%? I can't remember, but um, Mm -hmm. We all know that teenage pregnancy is tough. And so if we can bring that number down, we have a better community. Absolutely. And that that's one of my passions. You know, yes, we have doors for people to live in. And yes, people are good landlords. And, you know, I'm not taking anything away from them. But our community is better when we have more homeowners. Right. Because homeowners are better community members. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. And and touching back on that kind of like that full that whole human experience when we said, you know, how it also affects the school system is one of our recipient families just a couple of years ago, you know, was the school here, was on the high school, was it football team? And the team ended up coming over and laying down the sod. Right. And most of those team members didn't know that their fellow classmate, team player, uh, was living in kind of such dire conditions. Right. That was a moment for me. I wish yeah. I could have that recorded. I, I have goosebumps. You just mentioning that, that the whole community could see that is, you know, I didn't know. So we had a family with three sons and one of them played football on the high school football team. And um, I didn't and know. And these are, again, for everyone... These are families here in our small town in Columbus. Oh, yes. There's a requirement for residency yeah. of living it, in Columbus for yeah. a number of years. It's not and- somebody down the road, Joe Blow. It's someone that you probably have either met, have known, your kids know. Mm-hmm. or Sat next to a church. Exactly. Or, you know, parent-teacher conferences was in line before you. Exactly. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. So the, he played uh, so football he, here. He at did. The and, um, high you know, 16, I think is, he was 15 or 16. And that's a tough age mm-hmm. to um, be I different. Know. Right? Yeah. I have one. <laughs> and uh, so, um, 
I didn't know if he wanted. So the high school team came and one of our campus committee leaders stood up and said, thank you for coming. And this is why I'm involved, which was, you know, in its own right, impressive to have mm-hmm. a high school senior doing that too. Mm-hmm. And there's, there were 99 of them that day. We signed them in 99 boys plus whatever adults were there, coaches. Oh, and wow. And, um, that's I a good volunteer day. I know. Right. It didn't <laughs> take long. And, uh, I, uh, um, I didn't know if he wanted us to point out that this was going to be his home mm-hmm. and that child not really child, that man child uh-huh. got on top of the picnic table to address these 99 peers. And he told them what this house means to them mm-hmm. and how he was so thankful they all came. And it was w- one of the, you know, probably top 10 moving moments of my life to hear the things that he had to say yeah. to his fellow peers and how much it meant to them that they were there to lay down the sod. Yeah. To him, it didn't matter if they were painting the walls, laying down the sod, building the frame. He it was they a very were, proud moment mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, he was. They were part of his life. They were helping him better his life, mm-hmm. and uh, he was going to be just like most of them. Exactly, because mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, we all want to be different and you know unique, but at the same time, we all want to fit in. Correct. And mm-hmm. I'm not different from you, and you know, and not like take pity on me or anything like that. I'm just like you type of thing. But I, like you said, I do need a hand up just a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit. But Something I'm to in life for. has knocked him down. And right. Exactly. And mom needed that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For sure. We all make poor decisions. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> the problem is we can't stay there. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, and of course, uh, I and that's, I think I feel like a lot like you and the same thing. When I first joined the board again, I had no idea what was going on, what I was doing, how this worked. I sat there quietly and I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to wait my three years and then I'm going to get out of here and I will have done my duty. I'm a better human being. All right. Uh-huh. Check that box. But, you know, you just told me, I reminded me, was it a couple of weeks ago that, you know, my term is actually up this year. And I was like, oh, three years have already gone by. I know. Yeah. And I'm not planning on on resigning or leaving. Right. I'm like, well, no, I'm going to, I'm uh-huh. going to stick with it if I can. Right. Yeah. Second term. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. You're the so, incumbent. Yeah. Because you do see, you, you see the good that it does for people and, mm-hmm. you know, one family a year, but it's not just that one family. And at the same time, it's oh, one family. It's still a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's still a big significance. It's mm-hmm. a big, you know, contribution. Yeah. And you know, it's not just the home. I mean, have you driven down past our addition lately? Yes. The whole neighborhood has changed. Neighborhood revitalization has taken place. I can't wait for like a year or two and to see what that's like. You know, New Hope One, we've got those, what do we have there? Uh, Eight homes, seven Uh homes. Mm -hmm. And the garden is taking up the rest. And that's always available, you know, if we need it. And then you come down around that curve on 11th Street and come up and there's the new addition being done by Oberst and Foreman, I believe. Mm -hmm. There's already five or six houses there. And that a year ago, that was just a pile of dirt. There was just trash and there was an old house there. I think they burned it down a couple of years ago. You know, I mean, it was just, it was just a dump. Yes. And now there's six houses and a nice street mm-hmm. and you come up and, uh, Reese industries is there and yes. that farmhouse that was there on the property mm-hmm. that we were going to buy, they fixed that up. It looks beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, it's like it gives encouragement to those around as well. Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The the road is paved. I mean, just think of how great the snow removal will be. Right. <laughs> uh, for those people living that were already living there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start building in New Hope too this spring. And, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, it's completely changed that whole little corner down by, what is that called? Lake Sock or something like that? There's a pond oh, down sock there. Oh, Sock Pond or yeah, Sock Pond, like that. I think that's what yeah. they call it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And I'm, you know, and I'm a newbie here to this area and things like that. So I didn't know a lot of what used to be there, but I remember before we started, you know, what it looked like. What it looked yeah, like. For that sure. whole that whole corner. Yeah. It was uh-huh. like North Wichita or whatever. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I am from that that's my hometown, which I well actually not even my hometown, but yeah. The majority of where I spent the last fifteen years of my uh-huh. life. So but yeah. But I think that's you know th- that's the main I think focus on this one is just how to, you know, bring, you know, tie in that human element, you know, why we do what we do. And I think it's a great contribution and another great thing that Columbus has here to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just want to do more, don't you? Yeah. I mean, the more families we can get in there, Absolutely. the more homes. And it's, it, it's, I guess, for anyone that maybe is familiar with the nonprofit world, it is tough. Nonprofits are tough. It can be tough. It sounds great. Who wouldn't want to help out? But you know, there, there is a lot of need. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think one of the things that are you un- that's unique this year is, um, we're getting ready to start building the new house and what house number, what number 13, 13. So I was thinking 14, but I didn't think that sounded right. So house number 13, 13, I right. Not. <laughs> like so we've had house. a hard time finding like a construction manager. We have. So mm-hmm. we're kind of doing something unique this year where we're doing like this building blitz mm-hmm. and what's explain it. What so usually we start at the end of March, uh-huh. uh, the community is, or the, you know, like Walker Foundation, BD Construction, they've already come over, they've dug our hole, put the foundation in, and then we get started. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the first build day is usually the board of directors day where we're just doing whatever needs to be done to get ready for, for day one. Mm-hmm. And then we start building with volunteers. In theory, it's supposed to be 16 weeks. And there have been years where it's been close years where it has not where it's taken you know a lot of extra days between besides the 16 Saturdays um but we like to get that house done you know in August ready to go for Labor Day weekend but this year um they'll build they'll dig the hole like normal we'll put in the foundation and then we're going to bring in a team from Habitat International there's three builders coming from Michigan Mm -hmm. and they're going to oversee the construction for two weeks every day all day and we're going to take that house from the typical where, where the foundation, the walls are done in mm-hmm. the basement. And then they're going to have it when they leave two weeks later, it's going to be completely enclosed roof on windows, doors in Crazy. siding on painted and they leave and the plumber and electrician and HVAC will come in, the drywall will come in and all that will be left to do in the month of, um, end of May and June is just to do the inside. We'll paint the drywall, lay the floor, hang mm-hmm. the cabinets. I mean, we're, it's really, yeah. um, going to be done a lot faster, um, the, the weekday build, you mm-hmm. know, I've been signing up volunteers and it's a whole different demographic. Is it really? Yes. It's very interesting. And I love it because it gets more of our businesses into. And involved in mm-hmm. kind of a real life experience. Right. We have mm-hmm. a ton of new, um, new volunteers that we haven't had before. What, who are some of those newer ones? Uh, Paul Davis Restoration is oh, okay. going to come out for a day. Great. Black Hills Energy. Awesome. Um, I'm going to forget somebody. Um um barcel um logging and mill i'm not sure if that's oh yeah yeah like all the way to uh david city Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so they're bringing people in yeah Mm -hmm. it's there's new people um we're having go ahead no the a fun day we're gonna do we're having a women's blitz build day yes 
So we have asked, um, so what I did was I kind of asked a few people, a few women on our board, who they thought leader, female leaders in Columbus were. Mm-hmm. And then we just have kind of started sending out emails to them. Mm-hmm. And um, are is everybody coming dressed like as Rosie the Riveter? Or? <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be neat though, yeah. We need to get everybody a red uh, yeah, great idea. No, but they get pink shirts when they come. Awesome. <laughs> we yes. ordered just, uh, just, just those, those t-shirts. Yeah, because <laughs> it's awesome that we're doing this. You know, in the big cities, they do it. Mm-hmm. And actually, they pay to do it. We don't oh. quite do that here. No, no. We're on a little smaller scale. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I think it's going to be great to just do something different like that. Yeah. And- and, uh, and again, brings revitalization into the organization itself, mm-hmm. you know, because though we, you know, love what we do and we feel fulfilled by doing it, it's, it is, can get taxing sometimes because like you said, or I've said before, it's, it can be hard, you know, finding the help, finding people, finding the resources. And then with COVID and mm-hmm. the rising costs and lumber and everything, mm-hmm. I'm sure we've all felt it, you know, it definitely affects nonprofits. It does. And we'll probably have a few tough years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we, our first year, you and I, our first couple of years were, we spent about $80,000 on supplies for the homes that we were building then. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of years ago, it was like 92, 96, yeah. something like that for out of pocket expenses. And this year I wrote down all of the estimates that we get from our bids. And I think we'll be at about 170,000. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember. So, so going from 80, <sighs> three years ago to doubling that mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think if it's if there's one other thing, maybe you could tell people like, you know, everyone says they want to get involved. You know, I always think a very easy way to get involved is through Club 82, you know. Right. This is, you want me to? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So Club 82 and Lisa is our biggest uh, supporter of Club 82 because <laughs> she's taken it and so embraced it. it. doesn't say a lot. It. That doesn't say a lot. Well, so. and. You're a genius because I've read about how other communities have done this. Their realtors, you know, support the building of a house or whatever. So anyway, Club 82, this is our favorite part because it's just non-invasive and mm-hmm. um, so just 80, lets people make a commitment to the home building. Yeah. So $82, uh, Lori talked about, um, you know, it used to cost about 80000 in supplies, da, 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 and that's risen. Well, roughly it used to cost about $82. Per square foot to right, build, to build a home. one square foot one of a square, Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like where that Club 82 it is. Yeah. And the, the good thing about that is um, well, first of all, we like it to be an annual commitment. Mm-hmm. And we like it to come around Labor Day. Basically, what it is is the kickoff to the next home. So if you're a member of Club 82, first of all, you get this little license plate frame. Mm-hmm. So you see the little cars tootling around with the blue license plate frame on the back you know that they are committing to pay for one square foot of that habitat house every year yes and um they we do it about labor day because we want it to be the kickoff for the next home and it's the it's the it's a major fundraiser Mm -hmm. you know and it is just somebody who says i have 82 dollars I yeah. can help. It's not eight thousand. It's not eight hundred. It's it's eighty two dollars. It's mm-hmm. something that's a lot more feasible, right. for everybody. But that builds. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I promise that eighty two dollars goes directly to buying construction materials for that house. Exactly. It is not used for anything else, right? And then, like I always I like to t- say, pe- tell people is you can drive by and say, like yeah. I 
I helped build that right that's there. That's my brick. That's my brick. Like that's that. my square foot right there. Right. Right there. Not that one, the one right next to it. Yeah. You know? We'll let you pick whichever one you want. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You can even come sign your name on the stud if you come that day. This right. is my 12 inches of property. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We'll let you do it. Or we'll I let you do it. This. You really can't own it, I guess. I shouldn't say that, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? Whatever. We'll make it work. Right. We'll make it yeah. work for those $82. We'll make it work. Yeah. Awesome. So that's, that's, um, and I know Lisa uses it when, when she sells a house, you t- basically you tithe, it's your tithing. But- I, I, like I said, I try to give the back that way, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I try to ask my clients too, that, you know, now that you have found your forever home, if you would consider helping someone else, you know, mm-hmm. obtain their forever home with, you know, that $82 but, with $82. Donation. So, mm-hmm. and then you can right. drive, like I said, you can drive by and look at it anytime you want and mm-hmm. tell your friends, you know, look what mm-hmm. I did <laughs> or look what I helped do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. God. So what do you think, I mean, what's the, one of the biggest thing that you're looking forward to this year? With this house? Yes. I think it's going to be really exciting to see that part done that fast. Yes. I think so too. And it may become intoxicating. I don't know. Like we may have to do this. Well, because I think a lot of people right now can relate to that because there could be someone that's building or something like that. We Mm -hmm. all know how construction can take Mm -hmm. and get delayed and delayed. So I think that'll be a good, again, Mm -hmm. uh, encouragement. To see it yes. go up that uh-huh. quickly. And, and we all want a fast, uh, like mm-hmm. a quick solution, a quick, you know, we're so, our short, our span, our attention spans are so short that we mm-hmm. want something done fast. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't make this work if our lumber yards and our contractors didn't help, you know, yes, if sure. they didn't embrace the idea and help us get it done. Well, you know? thank, yeah, big kudos to them. And again, like I said, it's just, you know, all this is ha- taking place here in Columbus, mm-hmm. you know, um, a great organization helping local families and then the local businesses and things like that, helping to get it going. Right. And to keep mm-hmm. and sustaining it year after year. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes some people's basically pet project. Like this is what I do. This mm-hmm. is how I help Columbus. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's real and uh, year after year. It's very attainable. Very attainable. I think a lot of times when people think about, well, charity work and this, it's just, you have to give so much. And I just don't have time, you know, but mm-hmm. something like $82 or coming to help for one day, for four hours, one day. Right. Four hours. Yeah. It's totally something that you can do and, you know, encourage yourself that it's definitely doable Mm -hmm. for even you. Right. And the, and, and see the difference. Absolutely. What do you think? Um, I guess, um, kind of closing it up here. What would you think would be your big, like your tidbit secret, like hidden gem about Columbus that you really like to do here, find fun, or just something that you think gives Columbus its its specialness. Hmm. And I kind of put you on the spot. Right. Like, <laughs> like there's so many aspects to that. So as a parent, um, what kind of world do I want my kids to grow up in? Right. Mm-hmm. So I could be the kind of person who didn't help make that world happen. Or I could, you know, be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the passion that drives me be- behind Habitat is how Columbus is a community, you know, and mm-hmm. how we can look around, you know, you don't need to go any farther than this building. You know, Sammy superheroes from a town of 25,000 people. Yes. The success they've had, mm-hmm. you know, how Habitat comes together every year, how our uh, Sunday school teachers and pastors speak into the lives of our kids and the teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that the fact that Columbus has a community that wants to be a better community. And I don't mean, it, um, like, I don't see, yeah, there's people that are, you know, trying to get, richer or or more wealthy Mm -hmm. but 
if they are, they're also trying to make Columbus a better community. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the heart of Columbus with good people, with good intentions, um, you know, growing together to make a better secret of Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I said, we were newer to this area and we always were felt very welcomed and very, you know, you know, Hey, come sit by me type of thing. This is who I am. And, you know, meet Mm -hmm. my friend here. So type of thing. So awesome. I don't know. I don't know. No, I think that was a good answer. I, I put you on the spot. I think that was a great answer. Don't worry about that. It's like I said, it's very. It was I, organic. It was organic, and it was honest. So yeah, yeah. but I really do believe that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I we can pull out all kinds of examples from yeah. the last year. You know, it's not just Habitat. It's not just Sammy's superheroes. You know, it's look at the look at the little girl who's diagnosed with leukemia. You know, in her church closes out the 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 blood drives every time she hosts one Mm -hmm. or yeah and I think we all they're again stories of encouragement and I think everybody can use that especially these last couple of years I mean we can use it any day but I think it's still it'd be nice for life to be normal right Right? (laughs) (laughs) hopefully one day one day yeah well Lori thank you so much for coming yes and like I said and just providing that not just of what habitat does but how how it's real you know, and how it's real for our community and how a small town like Columbus can provide something good like that. So definitely something good. Absolutely. So we'll, uh, we'll hopefully see that new house here pretty soon in the next like month and a half. We're almost there. I know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yes, it will. All right. Well, again, Lori, thanks again. And then, um, we'll just see what, what, what's on the horizon for Habitat. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks.